evening and welcome. My name is Julia and I'm so happy we're connecting through time and space here on the Magic Moon Club. Somehow you found your way here, so take this as a special moment for yourself. Please relax, sit back and take a deep breath. Now that we're ready, let's create some magic. season is here, a new month arrived. This is a great opportunity to stop for a moment and take a look at how life is going and how you want to move forward. Are you happy with how you're living and if not, what can you do right now to feel better? There's always something we can do. You don't need to think big. You don't need to worry about what you can do to feel better in a month or in a year from now. Just ask yourself what you can do in this moment to feel good. Maybe eat chocolate, exercise, call a friend, read a book, sing. Well, do that. Life is actually simple like that. We are the ones who complicate it. The full moon in Aries brings us a strong energy of exactly this, simplifying what is complicated, tackling challenges in a solution-oriented way. Even if you can't solve all of your life's problems right now, there is something that can be done. So let's do that. For this episode, I wanted to share some wisdom I have received from my Akashic Records, or in a simpler way, from spirit through meditation. I noticed how simple some of the answers to my questions were, and I realized that most of the time, I am the one who complicates my own life. Also, I wanted to bring to your attention the daily self-love challenge I'm doing for the month of October on the Magic Moon Club Instagram. This challenge includes magic rituals, self-care exercises, and journal prompts for self-love and healing. There's always something we can do to make life feel special, and I hope that this challenge brings you a bit of daily magic. Come and join me on Instagram at magicmoon__club through your posts, stories, or a DM to me. I'd love to connect with you. Here are some of the answers I received from my Akashic Records that I wanted to share with you. How can I follow my soul's mission? Life is an intense experience, but it's easy to lose focus of what really matters. Your soul knows what really matters. Your soul wants you to pay attention to when it's pulling you to a direction, because that will be a path that matters. Your soul wants to live the human experience in its fullest form 
and in accordance to your life's mission. You could maybe learn to not care too much about rules, norms, all that you've learned that has to be. Many of the things your soul wants to do are outside of the existing norms. Embrace your soul's potential. It is powerful. Believe in you. Why are you doubting yourself? My thoughts on this message is if I think about myself as an old wise being that has incarnated into this body and this personality to experience life as a human being, I definitely feel like doing lots of crazy things and to not worry too much about the mundane limitations. It gives me a really exciting feeling. I will try to remember this more often, especially if I start to feel hesitant over something I really want to do. How can I be more authentic? It's important to look at your successes, notice where you are doing well and multiply that. Notice how you acted and multiply these attitudes in your life. Authenticity is something you'll create slowly more and more. Pay attention to the moments in which you felt most free and happy. Recreate this. Try to look for more moments when you can feel and live your authenticity. Being authentic is never something you can force. It's just doing something simply for the sake of doing it. Being just for the sake of being, without reasons or explanations. It's just you being completely free. It's your absolute right to cut from your life anything and anyone who manipulates or tries to alter your being. Anything that keeps you from feeling authentic. You need to work on strengthening your inner voice. Your inner voice has a taste that is completely individual, that is uniquely you. You want to be loved for your own taste, for your being. Authenticity is you being pure. My thoughts on this were that this is the perfect example of where people, where I tend to complicate things, when it could be in fact very simple. Our emotions, our feelings, our needs and wants are important and we have every right to live them. If someone else judges you, criticizes you, or if they don't understand you, that isn't your problem. You are you. We lose so much of our precious time worrying about the outside world, but we don't take into account what we ourselves need and want. Stand up for yourself, be true to yourself, take it one step at a time, but start today rather than later. Ask yourself, what do I want now, regardless of what others think? 
What is an important message that I should remember? Everything can be lived with love. Every cell of your being will correspond to the energy of love that you put into this world. Love is in everything that you do if you want that. Your attitudes, actions, thoughts, movements, everything can be filled with love. The energy of love is always surrounding you. Connect to it. Embrace love and everything. You are love and love is you. There's no way of separating you from that energy because that energy is you. You just have to reconnect to it. My thoughts on this were Do my thoughts come from a place of love or am I letting my voice of judgment sound louder? Do I rush too quickly to harsh thoughts when I could actually just sit in the feeling of love and acceptance? Many times, the avoidance of love is the avoidance of vulnerability. It's an act of protection. Being open to the world, loving just for the sake of loving, is something that many of us feel afraid of. What if I get rejected? What if my love isn't enough? What if I never get love in return? Well, it doesn't really matter because the act of loving is already feeling love in itself. When you love others, you're also bringing that energy to yourself. It doesn't matter if the receiver of your love is actually returning it to you because your heart is feeling the love and it is healing through it. It's becoming bigger and stronger. Our hearts don't get strong by fighting. It gets strong by loving. So let's do it. Let's love for the sake of loving and feel the change around us. How can I find the right connections in my life? When it comes to people in your life, you could analyze what good they are bringing into it. Are they adding something positive to your life? Friendships are a very strong exchange of energy because you give and receive a lot. And for this reason, it is very important to choose your friendships well. It's okay to be selfish in this regard. You don't need to have hundreds of people in your life, but significant people. Don't forget to express your gratitude to them. It's very simple but important. Express your feelings to them. My thoughts on this were, am I being a friend to others but not getting the same love and attention in return? Am I hanging out with people because I truly value them or do I just want to feel validated through them? Friends are important, but it should always be quality over quantity. On social media, it might look like everyone has a huge circle of friends, but in reality, most people really do have only few people who they truly deeply connect with. 
Don't feel bad if the only true friend you have is yourself. After all, that's the most important relationship of your life, and it should be your top priority. Don't let a friend put your best friend down. The best friend that is you. But don't forget to show your appreciation to your friends and the people in your life. We forget how important it is to say kind words. How can I contribute to my community? Community is simply having something in common with others. So you can create your community anywhere. You are an active member of your community simply by existing. What you can contribute is simple. Just be yourself. Even showing your feelings and thoughts is a contribution to your community because you are showing the true emotions of a young woman. You can in this way help others connect to their true selves. My notes on this were Everyone is contributing something valid to our communities and we forget that it doesn't always need to be a big shiny thing. We put a lot of pressure on us by trying to be successful and having something external to validate us. And as long as we don't have those material successes, we feel like we're not doing enough. But we are. Even by simply being ourselves, we are possibly helping other people to connect to their true essence because they see through our example that it's okay to be yourself, it's okay to be seen for the unique person that you are. So don't ever feel like you're not doing enough. Even by existing, you are doing a lot for your community. You're very important. How can I strengthen my intuition? You have to simply practice. Practice every day with meditation. It's simple as that. Be still and listen to your body. What is it telling you? Where are you feeling pain or discomfort? That is a place in your body where you have stagnant energy that needs to be released. You can release energy by taking actions. If you feel pain in your legs and feet, it might be a sign that you are resisting moving forward. So what can you do to move on? Your head and your body need to be united and work together. But don't worry, take it one step at a time. My thoughts on this were... The more you tap into yourself, the clearer and stronger that connection will be. We all need to fight off our doubts and our lack of discipline. We do got work to do. How can I feel happy every day? Ask yourself if you're being too hard on yourself. Isn't it cruel to question your moments of happiness too much? When you're happy while being lazy, why do you feel then bad about it? Why do you ruin your own moments of happiness by questioning them? If you're happy doing something, do more of it. 
If you don't want to do something, don't do it. You can't be happy now by not overthinking. Be kind to yourself. My thoughts on this. I could be happier if I'd stop being too hard on myself. Is this something you can relate to? Life could really be simple. It's a beautiful moment, but then your head is making you feel bad for not being productive. You could have fun with your social media content, but then your head starts comparing yourself. We need to practice to shut up that head. We can have fun moments without needing to be productive. And if we have fun and feel happy, isn't that the ultimate success? If we're happy now, why do we have to worry if we're gonna be happy in a year? The last message I want to share today is one of my favorites. Here it is. There are certain people and names that are constantly floating around your head, but in fact, there should be just one name echoing inside you, your own. Say your name to yourself, repeat it, think of you. What do you think of yourself? What is your opinion? How do you like yourself? That is the most important focus you you're a good friend to others so be a best friend to yourself give yourself the whole attention the type of attention you usually pay to others you are the most important person of this world just as everyone else is but you are the most important yes for you what you think is the most important thing. Everything is going according to plan. We're proud of you. Don't be so hard on yourself. Do you see how life is always giving you gifts? That is how you are giving yourself gifts. There is so much love. You always get the best for you, even if you don't understand it yet. We know what is coming and it is the best for you. Let these words sink in and give yourself a big hug. We're all doing so good. I'm proud of us. There is a text written by Heinrich Böll with the translated title Anecdote Concerning the Lowering of Productivity. It goes like this. In a port on the western coast of Europe, a man wearing shabby clothes lies in his fishing boat and dozes. A smartly dressed tourist is just putting a new collar film into his camera to take a picture of the idyllic scene. Blue sky, green sea with peaceful snow-white crests of waves, black boat, the fisherman's red cap. Click. And again, click. 
and as all good things come in threes, and as it's better to be on the safe side, click for the third time. The dry and almost hostile sound wakes the dozing fisherman who sleepily sits up, sleepily reaches for his cigarette packet. But before he finds what he's looking for, the eager tourist already holds out a packet right under his nose, putting the cigarette not exactly into his mouth, but placing it into his hand. And a fourth click, that of the lighter, finishes off the zealous civility. This hardly measurable and never verifiable excess of rash civility produces an irritably embarrassing situation which the tourist who speaks the language of the country tries to bridge by starting a conversation. You will make a good catch today. The fisherman shakes his head. But I was told the weather is favorable. The fisherman nods. So you won't put to sea? The fisherman shakes his head. The tourist gets increasingly nervous. He is deeply concerned about the welfare of the man in shabby clothes and sadly frets over the missed opportunity. Oh, you don't feel well? Eventually, the fisherman switches from sign language to the actually spoken word. I feel splendid, he says. I never felt better. He stands up, has a good stretch as if he wanted to show off the athletic shape of his body. I feel great. The facial expression of the tourist grows more and more unhappy. No longer can he suppress the question which, as it were, threatens to burst his heart. But why then do you not put to sea? The answer comes promptly and briefly, because I already put to sea this morning. Did you make a good catch? My catch was so good that I need not put to sea for a second time. I had four lobsters in my baskets, caught nearly two dozen mackerel. The fisherman, finally awake, is now thawing and slaps the tourist soothingly on the shoulder. The worried countenance of the latter seems to him an expression of inappropriate yet touching anxiety. I have enough even for tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, he says to relieve the stranger's soul. Do you want a cigarette? Yes, please. Cigarettes are being put into mouths a fifth click. The stranger, shaking his head, sits down on the rim of the boat and puts down the camera. For now he needs both hands to give his speech emphasis. I do not want to meddle in your personal affairs, he says, but just imagine you put to sea today for a second, a third or perhaps even a fourth time and you catch three, four, five, maybe even ten dozen mackerel. Just imagine that. The fisherman nods. You put to sea, continues the tourist, not only today but tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, indeed, on every favorable day, two, three, or perhaps four times, do you know what would happen? The fisherman shakes his head. In one year, at the latest, you would be able to buy a motor, and in two years, a second boat. In three or four years, you may perhaps have a small trawler. With two boats or the trawler, you would, of course, catch a lot more. One day, you would have two trawlers. You would, for a few moments, his enthusiasm leaves him speechless. You would build a small cold store, perhaps a smokehouse, soon afterwards a marinating factory. 
fly around with your own helicopter, making out the shoals of fish and giving orders to your trawlers by radio. You could buy the fishing rights for salmon, open a fish restaurant, export lobster directly to Paris without a middleman and then... Once again, his enthusiasm leaves the stranger speechless. Shaking his head, saddened in the depth of his heart and almost bereft of his holiday delights, he looks on the waters rolling peacefully into the harbor where the uncaught fish jump merrily. And then, he says, but again his excitement leaves him speechless. The fisherman slaps him on the back, as one would slap a child choking over his food. What then? he asks in a low voice. Then, says the stranger with quiet enthusiasm, then you may relax here in the harbor with your mind set at ease, thus in the sunshine, and look out on the magnificent sea. But that is what I am doing just now, says the fisherman. I relax here in the harbor with my mind set at ease, and thus. Only the clicking noise of your camera disturbed me. In fact, the tourist, thus put right, became thoughtful and went away, for he used to think he worked in order that, one day, he need not work anymore. And there remained in him not a trace of pity for the fisherman in shabby clothes, only a little envy. Life is, in fact, simple. We are happy right now, aren't we? We have everything we need and more. It's our minds who keep telling us that we need more and more. But is that really necessary? Isn't right now the most beautiful moment? What if we notice life for what it truly is? A special experience for our souls not a race and productivity. It's a full moon in a special month that will begin and end on a full moon. And you are here, you are alive, and you are exactly where you need to be. Everything will go well. You don't need to tire yourself with worry and fear. You can stay here in this moment and just take it all in the air, the moon, the place you're at, the feeling of being alive. You are doing well. Moon friends, this was tonight's Magic Moon Club episode. We will meet each other again very soon. Until then, keep creating your magic. <laughs>